The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Dom, it's Thursday, Friday Eve, and I would say... Our Republican friends, air quotes, they're a disarray, Dom. <laughs> Crudy, happy Friday Eve. Good to be with you, Nate. Always working hard on the word. Thank you, man. Of course, our fair audience, happy, happy Friday Eve to us all. Dom, yeah, I've heard it. I've said it. I believe it. Dom, we're here in the state of Wisconsin. The Wisconsin party, Crudy, is in disarray. The Wisconsin GOP is a party divided against itself. Uh, we... We're feeling unified here, Dom. We got a fine guest coming soon. He is Chad Spate. He's the official sponsor of the For the Love of Democracy Tour, Chad's design build. So we're going to talk about the love, Dom. Feeling the love. Chad's coming in the house in just a minute. But Dom, this headline, this intriguing headline from the great state of Wisconsin, it's where we start. (laughs) Republican rift over impeaching elections chief Megan Wolf boils over in the assembly. And there's some strong Uh words being used here, fella. (laughs) Divisions among Wisconsin Republicans over an effort to oust the state's top election official spilled onto the assembly floor this week as GOP leaders uh, continue to block efforts by a small faction, small Dom, very small faction, to impeach the leader of the Wisconsin Elections Commission. Rep. Janelle Branchen, a Republican from Menominee Falls, on Tuesday tried for the second time to bring forward to the floor a resolution to launch impeachment proceedings against the administrator, Megan Wolf, over false claims about the 2020 election. Don, the move during Tuesday's assembly floor session was blocked and characterized by Assembly Majority Leader Tyler August on Thursday as a grift and a big show for the cameras. (laughs) <laughs> now, Branchen issued a press release calling August Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and Assembly Speaker Pro Temp Kevin Peterson's Wolf's PR team, her public rela- uh, her public relations team. She's if- accusing Republicans of basically being PR for Megan Wolf, for whom they would like to impeach. For whom she would like to impeach for administering... An election. An election as directed <laughs> by the Wisconsin Elections Commission. Here is the, the statement. Bipartisan. Yes, yes. August, speaking regarding your girl, Janelle Branch, and um, if she has the support to move the resolution forward, she can do so. But the fact is, she doesn't. Our caucus is focused on real things. Ooh. Like what? Eliminating DEI on campus? <laughs> yes, very important real things. 
Uh, following August's comments, GOP Rep Scott Allen of Waukesha, Dom, shout out WAUK 540 listeners, accused his caucus leaders of blocking representative, uh, representation unlawfully. When a single member is ignored, when a member is not recognized, we disenfranchise nearly 60,000 Wisconsinites. Big words, Ellen. Uh, when we as members allow the abuse of the power by leaders of this chamber, we ero uh, erode the prestige and the honor of the assembly and we damage the legitimacy of our democratic republic. Blah, blah, blah. We step onto a slippery slope that leads to even oh, greater abuse slope. of power. <laughs> I tell you. You guys should get your own team together, man. A little dissension in the locker room, Crudy. Oh, they're a party in disarray, Tom. Oh, man. If there's more. Allen then called on Assembly Speaker Pro Tem Kevin Peterson. You know, apparently uh, the PR team for Megan Wolf, Wolf. Uh, called on him to resign if he refused to allow Brandon to speak about the resolution on the floor when the proposal was not before the House. Peterson shot back, accusing Branchen of using the Wolf impeachment effort to harass her Republican colleagues. Quote, a member working with groups posting for days on social media to attend an assembly session so that that member can then harass other members in the chambers because they are ineffective on passing their bills through the normal process is not decorum. Peterson, a Republican from Wapaka, said, as long as I am in the chair, this will not be tolerated. This is a blatant disregard for the integrity of this institution. Oh, man, Republicans calling other Republicans a blatant disregard for integrity. In an interview Wednesday at WTAQ, Brangen said the state Senate has signaled to the resolution authors that Republicans in the House, in that House, support holding an impeachment trial. Senate uh, President Chris Kapinga urged Voss to advance the impeachment articles. Voss, what you going to do? Voss assigned the resolutions to a committee by, led by GOP Rep. David Steffen of Green Bay, who signed on to the resolution as a co-chair author on Wednesday. The resolution has languished in the Assembly, even as former President Donald Trump has shared with his 6.5 million social media followers a press release from Branjan criticizing Voss for not moving to impeach Wolf. The 2024 GOP presidential primary frontrunner continues to cast the state's nonpartisan election administrator as a villain in its false narrative about the battleground state's 2020 election. You know, Tyler August, um, he was talking about the important work the assembly is doing, the Republicans, you know, those excluding, of course, the grifty uh, Janelle Branchen. Well, here is a, another proposal put forth by these Republicans today, Dom. <laughs> yeah. Lawmakers approve, Wisconsin lawmakers, Republican-led chambers, approve parental bill of rights over child's pronouns insensitive school lessons. Oh, we've got some snowflake bills here, Dom. <laughs> Dateline Madison Assembly Republicans on Thursday. I'm reading from the article of Jesse Apoyan at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Assembly Republicans today revisited an effort to codify a set of rights granted to parents and guardians over their children in school, including, including Dom, the right to determine the child's name and pronouns used at school and the right to withdraw a student from Lessons for personal or religious reasons. Weren't you withdrawn from classes for religious reasons, Dom? Like you didn't believe the religion? That I was excused from religion class at Appleton Xavier High School. Yes, that's correct. Thankfully for Dom, everyone involved. This might have been a party line vote. The bill passed 62 to 35 and awaits action from the Senate. Democratic Governor Tony Evers 
is likely to veto the proposal if it makes it to his desk. And he's done that before, right? All the other anti-gay, anti-trans bills, he continues to veto them. So when Tyler August, when he's talking about the very important work they got to get back to, Dom, it's to put forth hopeless legislation that will never be signed into law, not under this governor, to, you know, sort of isolate kids that might be somehow different than Tyler August. Although, you know, quite frankly, if you put, uh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I so want to go there, you know, with him and Chanel Branch and put side by side, they make such a cute couple. <laughs> I got to think they'd the make Republican some God awful ugly kids, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, ugly on the inside. Uh, you know, I have to say, I agree with Peterson in this case. You know, Janelle Brangen doesn't have the votes on this thing. Voss doesn't want this. Uh, regardless what the Senate President Kapinga says, if Voss doesn't want it, it's not going to happen. He said so much, uh, um, interviewed a um, weekend or two ago, that this was never going to happen. It's not going to happen, according to Voss. Uh, so it, it, I think it, it, it is a reflection, certainly, of what's going on on a, a nationwide basis with the the GOP versus the mega. I would remind you, my little buddy, Janelle Branch, it only feels like she's this mouthpiece for the mega movement because she was empowered to be the mouthpiece for the mega movement. She was by, by whom? By Robin Foss. <laughs> then and still speaker of the Wisconsin assembly, of course, made her the chair of the assembly elections committee. He knew her proclivities for believing conspiracy theories oh, about rigged elections. It's the, same, it's the same attitude as Heidi Hiring, uh, former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice, disgraced as you call him, Gableman, right? Boss knew this. there was nothing here. Boss I only call him that because it's true. <laughs> Boss is trying to placate, you know, the hard right, you know, playing that game, playing that political game. And and this, this is the big you know, open secret about mega. It doesn't work. If you give, they want more. How much can I give? A little bit more. You're never going to placate them unless, unless you go full on insurrection. And of course, that's not wise politically speaking. I think that would be some, you know, have some blowback uh, against Robin Voss. So when you, when you try like to play a with recall mega, election, they play nice. They, they are yeah, they're currently call him right now. Yes. They're trying to. And the only, the only thing preserving Robin Voss at least in the short run, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruling on the gerrymandering saying these maps are so bad, these so rigged maps from Robin Voss and his Republican friends that he can't be recalled under these unconstitutional maps. He's being saved, preserved, if you will, Dom, from being recalled. For liberals on the Wisconsin Supreme Court, you know, kowtowing to their out-of-state donors. In some twisted sort of way, exactly. Alive, right. Keep yourself alive, Robin. Whatever <laughs> it takes, Dom. But, you know, bring it to the floor. Show your true colors, Republicans, because this is what your party has turned into. I mean, because you can pretend like this is a fringe movement. Janelle Branchin, she's a grifter. She's a fringer. No, she's speaking to the base of the Republican Party. They believe they believe as she believes because you've allowed this lie to be perpetrated over and over again through your actions, through your committee assignments, through your hiring of Gableman. It has taken on a life of its own. 
and now the creature may just bite your ass. <laughs> the creature will defeat the master. Ah. Uh. Creating much it's distress over, in the yeah. Republican Party. Uh, uh, of the, of and this the is before of, Trump is the nominee. Of the percentage of Republicans that are out there, how many, Crudy, do you think would define, call themselves, identify as mega? Today? To traditional. Today, yes. Or after Super Tuesday. <laughs> after Trump wins the nomination, you know, around March 12th. Because they're all going to be Trumpsters then. They're all going to be down because he's the nominee. They're all going to march into battle with this guy, right? Janelle and Robin Foss and Tyler August, all just arm in arm. They'll be a united party by then, Dom. United what did Tyler August say? A by Mega. And a big show for the cameras. That pretty much describes the entire Mega movement. Chad Spate, Chad's Design Build, the sponsor of the For the Love of Democracy Tour. I don't know if you know the devil's advocates, but the show is kind of a big deal. And we are back from the 420 break. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. If you missed any of this fine program, go to civicmedia.us. Click on the show's tab. Look for the Devil's Advocates. Of course, get that super cool app, civicmedia.us. Dominic, I have brought in right next to me here in the WMDX studios, Chad Spate from Chad's Design Build. And I'm feeling the love, Dom, because Chad is the <laughs> official sponsor of the For the Love of Democracy Tour 2024. Chad, welcome down. Hey, guys. Great to be here. It's I'm been feeling too the long, love Chad. today. I'm feeling it. Yeah, man. Good to see you, Chad. <laughs> uh, I had a friend of mine, uh, actually, Darcy Haber. You might know yeah, Darcy, a uh, fine realtor in this town in her own regard. She loves your nuance, Chad. And she loves the theme. Love is the theme. You bet. Why love, Chad? Well, you know, there's just too much hatred and division in this world, and I know we've got to push back with force and uh, with, uh, you know, resolve, but we have to be better than the folks we're fighting against. And the fact is a lot of folks, for no fault of their own, have learned to hate. They hate us. And we're not going to win them over by hating them. Um, and I'm talking about the, pe the good people of Wisconsin uh, that listen to this show and, and many good people all over this country and world who have fallen into this false narrative that, you know, the real problem are working people or poor people or immigrants, all these people that they learn to hate and the fact of the matter is, is, you know, 95% of us share a lot. And when we come together, the powers that be don't stand a chance. And so that's what we've got to do. And, you know, the biggest threat to that right now is the orange squirrel. I don't like to say his name. I was going to ask, what about, <coughs> what about the demeaning name calling? Dom likes that quite a bit, but. The orange squirrel, that's, that's you know, sort of a tame one. Uh, Chad, how does, how does calling a man an orange squirrel comport with your love? <laughs> well, you know. I love squirrels. There's, there's, squirrels are squirrels. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't like to give power. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, I get it. I, I do believe that there's as good and 
evil in the world and Harry Potter's a great kind of tale for our times and kind of pushing back against that. Uh, but you know, you famously don't say the name of that, of the V guy, uh, in, in the Harry Potter, uh, kind of uh you know narrative and i don't like saying the t word uh for that reason but uh and i i look i am capable of feeling hate towards that man don't get me wrong i am a human being but uh a lot of the people that support that man are not hateful people they have bought into just a pack of lies and, you know, it's hard now to know what the truth is anymore. We live in a world with social media and the Internet where, you know, it's so easy to get out all this misinformation. Uh, I was in New York City a few weeks ago, and, you know, I, whenever I'm there, I'm reminded of the crazy people I used to see out on the corner who were, you know, saying something, and you think, wow, like, that's just crazy. And now that crazy person any, any person can just broadcast their, uh, you know, hatred or, or their disgust or their fears and amplify that the world over. And there are people that are using uh, those voices to turn us all against each other. And that's what we have to fight. Because I got to tell you guys, I am excited about what you're doing here at Civic Media uh, I am excited about this upcoming election. Um, I have, you know, I am not naive at all about what we're up against, but I have watched every election building up to this moment. And, you know, our side has been outperforming expectations. And that's because, you know, we, we as a people believe that Women should be able to control their own bodies, that workers should be able to have a voice in the workplace, uh, that, that we are an immigrant nation and that we need to have a sane process for people to uh, remake their lives here. And all of this is a part of the conversation. And we have to use our brains and our uh, emotions in a way that pushes us towards positive change. You know, using hatred and lies is not going to win the day. Uh, so that's why it's about love. Chad Spate from Chad's Design Build. He is the named sponsor of the For the Love of Democracy Tour 2024. And Chad, I'd like you and the audience to know what we're putting your fine partner, uh, sponsorship partnership what we're spending the money on. Well, sometimes it it just happens that democracy and the political calendar goes to Vegas. So Curdy's <laughs> going to Vegas next. That'll be February 6th through the 10th. And we'll be broadcasting four live shows because not only do they have a primary there, they've got a competing caucus. And Chad, I don't know if you know this, but it also happens to be the week of the Super Bowl. Yes. So should yeah. our Packers, our beloved Packers make it, uh, I'll place all your bets. We'll put them at the MGM Grand. Hey, that's where your buddy's going, Chad. That's awesome. It's going to Vegas, I'm, baby. And and isn't love why the Packers are, you know, going where they're going? Literally, I mean, Jordan Love. <laughs> right, right. Dude. Uh, Chad, you have a, a business here in town. You've been doing it a long time, and you went to college in this town, and I think there's affinity for the city of Madison, but... Absolutely. Um, 
A, we appreciate and thank you for the sponsorship, but, you know, how does politics and, and your politics and, and, and these thoughtful things you've just said, Chad, how does that creep into your work life? Well, so we remodel homes we and and we work with people who live in those homes. And, you know, it, it's uh, you have to know what you're doing and you have to show people kindness and, and love and respect when you're in their home tearing it apart. Uh, and when you're confronting things or finding things that maybe you didn't expect, you know, you've got to be honest. Don't look you, in Dom's closets. <laughs> <laughs> But so you know the work we do requires uh, you know thoughtfulness and honesty and good communication, and these are things which contribute to a functioning democracy. It just so happens, and so I see a lot of parallels there. Uh, you know, one of my ads this this time around speaks to that. I mean, we we do have to uh, fight for what is right, and. You know, in the remodeling world, it's about making your home better and more comfortable and respecting people's time and their budgets and all that. Uh, but, you know, you you just have to be real with people. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth, but uh, that's what we have to do. But we try to tell it in a, in a kind and nurturing way. And that's what our politics needs to return to being. And it's going to take a long hard fight. I know it won't be over in 2024, but you guys are helping to get the word out there. I appreciate what you do. I'm here with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chad Spate. Chad's Thanks, Design Build, the name sponsor of the Four Love of Democracy Tour 2024 started in Des Moines. Next up, <laughs> Vegas, baby. Thank you, Chad. Come back. More Devil's Advocates. ass and taking names since the Wisconsin uprising, the devil's advocates. Welcome back to the devil's advocates radio show. Always love you. Our audience. You can always play a part. 844-967-2789. Also love the support of our fine sponsor partner, Chad Spade from Chad's Design Build, the namesake of the For the Love of Democracy Tour 2024, coming to a town near you, at least if you <laughs> live near Vegas. I'm going to Vegas, baby. I'm booked. Uh, go to Reno, man. Reno 911 at 844-967-2789. I'll How long a drive would that be? Because I did drive around oh, Arizona last year. I, I don't recall. I'd have to look it up. Have you done the drive? No. Is it a mountainous drive? Are there mountains between? <laughs> well, you never know. You get out in the desert southwest, there are mountains that just kind of rise up. I don't like driving through the mountains. Uh, Reno is about 600, I'm sorry, 438 miles from Las Vegas. If I'm going to make that in two hours, I ought to be driving <laughs> your Lamborghini. That is uh, almost a seven-hour drive, given the mountains. Uh, certainly appreciate <laughs> the mountains. I won't be going to Reno. <laughs> The uh, uh, thank you, Chad, uh, for your support and your sponsorship. Uh, Chad's a good cat. Check him out, Chad's Design Build. Um, 
the, the love. And it is, I, I appreciate the ideal, man, the, 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 the hope he changed you, you know, the, to, to rise above. I get all that. And I want to be that. I try that. Sometimes I fail. I love the love, man. Who doesn't love the love? But I also, I'm also <laughs> cognizant that I'm, I'm just be... laughing at the premise that you've tried. <laughs> you haven't tried as hard as you could. <laughs> you can love and still be critical. I mean, you would know this if anybody has children. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? It, it's it, just because you criticize, just because there's an issue, doesn't mean there's not an underlying love there, man. So Sometimes it, we are most critical of the ones we love. I love you, man. I love you too, man. <laughs> now, let me tell you why you're wrong. 844-967-2789. Let's get some callers in on this Friday Eve. Mike from Spring Green, you're up. Welcome, Mike. What do you got for us? Yeah, Michael. Hey, you were talking about the love and then a little earlier about the name calling. And I try, you know, I've got friends on both sides of the aisle, and we mostly just don't don't talk about it, and then we don't have arguments. But I've got this one guy who constantly refers to me as a libtard, and just in normal conversation, and he just thinks that's funny. But when I finally called him a trumpanzee, he just got all upset. Trumpanzee? I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a friend of mine came up with that trumpanzee. I like it too. And I just thought, well, he was being funny and casual with me, so I said it to him, and then he got just all offended. So what? Why is it different? Why, why can he call me that, and I can't call him that? What, what, what makes that okay? You know, Mike, I am a bit of a name-calling ballbuster in real life. I, I like to pick little whatevers, you know, nits ah. with people, yeah. especially Dom, because he's quite little. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I think it's part of the discourse, as long as you can do it with a smile on your face. When, when, when it inspires something other than a little guffaw in response. I mean, if someone says something funny about me, but you got to go a little deeper than libtard. You know what I mean, Mike? Well, yeah, but uh, the fact is I don't even do it at all. I just, I just keep my mouth shut. If we talk about politics, I try to be respectful whether I agree or not, but then it's okay. I've got several Trumpanzy friends who just seem to feel like it's okay to say anything they want. And we should be able to not just, you know, have it roll off our backs, but then when we say something, they get all buttered about it. That's that's what I've observed. Anyway. <laughs> right. You know, some people hate that term, but it's one of my favorites, butthurt. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the call and comments. 844-967-2789. We can always do a little better. We can always try a little, little harder. I'll resolve to do that as best I can. We'll see what happens. Fortunately, Dom hardly ever gets butt hurt. Hardly. Hardly. Hardly at all. Mark from the sack, you are next. Welcome. Happy Friday Eve, Mark. What do you got for us? Hey, Mark. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Guys. Yes, it's a little hard to put the, the hatred aside because I feel that bubbling up in me a lot of times. I realize that's beneath me to feel like that, but I mean, it just is. Have you tried prayer, thing. Mark? I know it works for Dom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and and actually, actually, I, I do kind of say a little prayer, ask for forgiveness, you know, for the cosmos for thinking some of the, the harsh thoughts. I think, but I mean, these people have, you know, they wrap themselves in in the Bible, yet they ignore, you know, the whole message of what we're supposed to think about for, you know, that Jesus' moral teachings as far as how we're supposed to treat our fellow man. And they completely ignore it. I mean, it, it is just, and but then every time, you know, as the previous caller said, 
when you when you say something back to them, they get they get all butthurt and they object to it, and it is just uh, it's just sad that that um, you know, the level of discourse has come to this because these people are actually promoting death when it, when they say they avoid you know other passing legislation in Florida that vaccines are going to be more or less illegal, you know, that um, that uh, it's going to be harder to get vaccines, and that's the pattern they want to choose for the rest of the country. And I'm going, my God, when I was a kid, we were, you know, in the history class, we were talking, we had just conquered polio, we had just conquered smallpox, um, that uh, we're looking forward to more of a future vaccines to prevent other other diseases that, um, and it seems like they're, they're trying to set back science and that uh, it's going back to the days of when when the the, uh, the church was actually, you know, suppressing science, I mean, is what it, it feels like. And that uh, it's just remarkably sad, you know, that when you think yeah. about... Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that, Mark. It, it, it's, when you say that, I, all I can think about is, you know, heliocentric versus geocentric, you know, and it, it's just... It, it is it is certainly frustrating, but here's here's the other side of that, right? The love versus the hate. It takes so much energy to hate. You know what I mean? It it it, it sucks literally the life out of you when no, you have it keeps that much me passionate. <laughs> no, come on, man. Yeah, to go what? To go ransack the Capitol? Well, I haven't ever undertaken ransacking of a Capitol because I would find that insurrectionist in action, Dom. But you know how I am. I'd like to think every morning I wake up with a smile on my face and then something wrecks it. Something <laughs> you're wrecks looking, it. You're looking, but you're, you you like that. I think, Crudy, you you entertain the the slight irritation of all things. You know what I mean? That, that's a little wound up, a little, little ground up, and, and you're ready to rock and roll, man. It, it, it inspires you to some degree. It's your, it's your muse. Absolutely. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> How could I not want that sort of passion in my life? If you haven't had an argument with someone today, you're not trying. <laughs> if if not if not with a stranger or a friend or a family member, you know, with a another driver on the road, whether they know <laughs> they're in that argument or not, just from the west side to downtown here to do the show, I had like four arguments on the on the drive over. <laughs> I mean, Robin's racing, Curdy, you are a terrible driver. I came as I mean, close today <laughs> to hitting someone in front of me without hitting them as I think I've ever gotten away with without actually having impact. Without actually running them off the Couldn't road. Couldn't have been more than three to four inches between our two cars. <laughs> and, you know... It, Wait, it, don't you criticize me when I'm driving or tailgating on, in the hammer lane when someone decides they're going fast enough for everybody? I don't know if you've recently driven on the near west side roads there glazed ice and this person driving from west to east from the west side to the downtown region of madison on university avenue came to the sudden realization that if you stop suddenly on ice you you can't you know you're gonna slide a little Start bit or whatever yeah so in this sudden realization they decided they must panic stop about every 50 yards but you're in freaking traffic, people. So I'm having this conversation, this dialogue with this person that continually with, with, with yourself is power breaking in, the- in front of me to the point where I slid to within four inches of their their Subaru. Mad bro? That's a little bit mad. 
I didn't wake up mad. I woke up happy. Then I had yeah. a drive. Could be anything in life, really. Anything. You know me, Dom. Could be anything. Uh huh. Sun's too shiny. But not, you don't have hate in your heart. You're just a you're just you're irritation. Things irritate. I'm just a grumpy old man at this stage of my life. <laughs> you can't get off my grass. That's right. There's a lot of that. There's 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 some grumpy in my soul. I'll probably okay. admit that. I mean, at this age, you're allowed to be a little grumpy, man. Uh, you know? I would say, as a confession, and I mean this in all sincerity, um, I worry less about hate because I'm not a hateful person. Um, I worry more about my moments of indifference when I see something and I don't react to it in the way I should. And, uh, you know, it's funny. We, we passed a car the other night and someone driving a Tesla is stuck in the snow. And they were trying to push him back out of the neighborhood. And there was one person in the front and they were not having a lot of success. I got at least one kid in the car. Somebody was in the car with me. He probably didn't have gloves or a hat or whatever. And I drove by and I'm like, oh. you know, what little effort it would have taken to help that person. So the next time I'm on the road, I see another person stuck on the median. And this is over. Lo and behold, on University Avenue over by Felly's Flowers on University, where it's very glazy and very icy. And I couldn't safely get out to the median because people wouldn't slow down. Like, there was no way I could rock this car off the median. People would have just taken me out. So I just did the math, and I looked, and I just thought, you're screwed because I can't help you. I'm not going to die to help a stranger get off the median but, you know, at least I had good intentions in my heart. <laughs> you wanted to. Well, Curtis, the, the opposite of love is not hate, right? It it's is indifference. indifference. It's, it's apathy, right? I feel that way towards you sometimes. Apathetic, <laughs> indifferent. Oh, you love me. Most of your opinions. We love you. Lee from Yuba, Wisconsin. Welcome, Lee. What do you got for us? Hey, Lee, where's Yuba? How are you listening to us? Well, Yuba is North Richland Center. Excellent. Right w on, RCE, maybe. But uh, yeah. what, what do you think, RCE, Lee? Well, I'd like to get back to your conversation from previously, but, you know, the opposite of love is not hate, it's fear. And I think fear is something that uh, a lot of people have been taught to do. I mean, the opposite of love is hate and fear and, you know, fear of the unknown. And uh, people like to create fear for everybody and that's where these clowns are coming from i think trump uh being the bully that he is loves to name call everybody and everything and you can you can hear him everything and these people uh one of your callers before had talked about you know friends of libtards yeah good i'm, I'm proud to be one what are you um uh, Anyways, you, you just can't deal with these people because they're so immature and so uninformed and just weird. But, Lee, if if so. the name doesn't fit, man, here's the thing that's never bothered me. Someone calling me a name. I mean, it just doesn't hurt. It it never. It, no. it ne I mean, occasionally Dom will call me fat, and I think that's unmerited. But, you know, I, <laughs> I, I just, how hurt am I going to be, Lee? I could skip a few meals and. Dom will always be short, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can wear lifts, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had a 
get some of those stacked shoes like the guy from uh, Florida does. Yeah, that Ron DeSanctimonious, as Trump likes to call him. Yeah. But <laughs> Lee, Lee, here's something we we, we we had uh, one of our, our fine sponsors in, Chad from Chad's Design Build. And I used yes, to, I, I used to, yep. oh, do we have Chad's a hell of a nice guy? Um, oh, he's a wonderful guy. Yes. Lee, thanks for listening, man. Glad to know we had at least one fan in Yuba. Um, I did business for a long time, long, long time. Sales, a lot of retail commerce. And uh, I was a fiduciary. I would act and I would manage other people's properties for them. And you know, this is a pretty substantial decision. Who's going to manage my real estate for me? And you know what? No one ever asked me in all the years I did that job. What's your politics? And who'd you vote for? That was Where'd never you go to school. <laughs> well, none of my clients ever asked, right? Because that ain't getting me the job. <laughs> University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, go screaming yeah, Eagles! Baby. <laughs> I can't believe my poor son has decided to go as a legacy. I expected a little more. It's a fine school for most people. Not not when I went there. You know, the whole Joe Gal thing's kind of taken off the lust. It got better since we left. Call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com. You can give the most memorable gift. The star your name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800 282 The Devil's Advocates. Political commentary from the back of the class. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can join us on the lines at 844-967-2789. Dominic, apparently a funding crisis keeping the government open, it's been averted. But no thanks to the Wisconsin Republican Congressional Delegation. Uh, new news from the Journal Sentinel. Apparently they were opposed. Um, Wanda shut down the government. Shut it down. Wisconsin Republicans vote no, but Congress passes short-term fix to avert a partial shutdown. It would have happened, what, tomorrow night at midnight. The government would have started shutting down. Wisconsin Republicans on Capitol Hill all opposed a stopgap measure Thursday to keep the federal government open. They all opposed it. That's six out of eight Congress people in the state of Wisconsin if you break that down, that's three out of four times. 75% of all the Congress people in the state of Wisconsin, all Republicans, every one of them voted to let the government shut down. We spoke about this yesterday. Are there 75% of the population in the state of Wisconsin that are Republican? No. No. Uh, new lawsuit trying to change that through a change in the congressional district maps as the well. The Elias like, Law Firm, yes. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, Dom, this bill, this fund the government bill, you know, the very basics of governance, which all six of Wisconsin's Republican congressional delegation voted against doing. We're done governing. Shut her down. Uh, the bill, which extends the federal funding deadlines to March 1st and March 8th, passed the House 314 to 108. So six of the 108 Congress people in the entire United States, the most extreme, shut it down Congress people are all 
from the great state of Wisconsin. Um, let's name him by name. That's Brian Style. That's Mike Gallagher. That's Glenn Grothman. That's Scotty Fitzgerald. That's your insurrectionist buddy, Derek Van Orden. And of course, the effort, toxic Tom Tiffany. Are you kidding me, fellas? Are you kidding me? Shut it down, Dom. Shut it down. That's that's what, you know, that that's what really grinds my gears. This sort of behavior, this jackassery from these congressional people. Uh, your only job is to keep the government running. Literally, that's the biggest part of your job. That's why we, the taxpayers, hire you and pay you. And even if the districts are gerrymandered, you're still there representing Wisconsin and the entire nation. And when you vote to shut down the government, you ain't doing your job very well. Just saying. For no damn good uh, reason. These again, but these are the same Republicans. Oh, you know, we're spending too much money. Of course, you know, never mind what the Republicans have done specifically under, for instance, Donald Trump spent a lot of money. Granted, it was a pandemic, you know, a lot of a lot of Democrats are down for that relief as well. But look at the tax cuts over the last 40 years. The George Bush tax cuts, the Reagan tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts. And yeah, we have trillions and trillions of dollars in debt. What do we got? 30, 34 trillion dollars in debt. Well, how much of that was added because of those tax cuts? You know, there's two sides of the equation. There's revenue and there's spending. And when you, when you go through and you slam through, you know, tax cuts for the wealthy to the tune of what, 10, 15 trillion dollars over the course of 20 or 30 years or 40 years, you know, the interest on that starts to add up as well. Well, that is just rescinding that you want to work on, you know, balancing the government, start charging the rich a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Republicans. How about the revenue side? How about the collection of the revenue side? <laughs> because, you know, hey, the I'd biggest. I'd owe it to you forever than never pay you, IRS. But realize it's not the average mom and pop on the street that owes this money to the IRS, Tom. It is far more likely to be a wealthy person because guess what? The tax man grabs it out of your paycheck, dude. You don't get to decide whether or not you're paying your taxes, not as a working stiff. But every time the Biden administration tries to find uh, pardon me, fund the IRS and give them the resources to go after the tax cheats. And and who would who would be supportive of the tax cheats? Oh, yeah. The soon-to-be nominee for the Republican Party. Because only the suckers pay taxes. And that's why he's going through a fraud trial. Right? Because he doesn't like paying the taxes. Well, I guess that's more about the fraudulent representation. The Pulitzer Prize winning 2000, I believe it was 2017, Journalism from the New York Times that showed that he was a tremendous tax cheat. Uh, a little bit on this IRS. This is from six days ago. The AP IRS says it collected $360 million more from rich tax cheats as its funding is threatened yet again. You can't make me pay. You can't make me pay. And do you remember and if you try to, we'll get our, our what we'll we'll have our congressional, you know, people we donate to that do our bidding. Well, try to kneecap you so you don't have the ability, the resources to go after people like, you know, rich tax cheats. And those that cheat through the buying of a US center. I remember when Ron Johnson came on our show back in 2017, Dom, telling me, hey, Crudy, I got tax cuts for us. He was an instrumental part of the Trump tax cuts. And that he personally lobbied and became the intransigent singular senator that lobbied for some designated S tax cuts. That's for 
you know, small business owners, right? That's what they're supposed to be for. Designated S, that's pass-through income. So if I'm a designated S, LLC, small business, then I pay the taxation on my personal income taxes. Flows through that profit after I've written right. off all the possible business expenses and drinks with Dom at the bar, after I've taken all my write-offs, Jerry. Then... It passes through, and I got to pay personal income taxes on that. You pay, yes, yes. Your income tax rates are on a personal basis on those pass throughs. But that got changed, Crudy. Well, Ron Johnson made sure it did because guys like me, and at the time I was a designated S corporation, and so was he, he claimed. But what he failed to mention is so is the widow Hendricks, and so are the U lines. And so I might have gotten some, you know, small fractional benefit from this tax savings, Tom. But nothing compared to the U-Lines and the Widow Hendricks. Uh, now, they had given through, and we recently celebrated the anniversary of Citizens United, that ruling, Dom, which opened up the floodgates to the dark money spending. You know, where a rich guy can't, you can max out to a senator at like $2,700 per cycle. That's not a lot of money. That's not going to change Ron Johnson's mind. But you can give millions to a super PAC, and that's what they did. $21 million to the benefit of Ron Johnson through the corrupted use of campaign finance laws. You know, thank you, Citizens United. And Ron Johnson returned the favor to the tune of about $218 million in one tax year, 2018, for two families. Hey, the Ryan Finders fee. And the Widows Hendricks. That's worth it all day long. They kicked 10% back to the senator through his super pack. What a sweet <laughs> deal for Ron. It's a happier happy hour. Stick around for it. Join us. 844-96-PARTY.